I'm Al John Go, co-host of the Disney List podcast, as heard on Sorcerer Radio, as well as Skull Rock podcast. Here with my wife, Kristen. Hello. Hello. You are an earmarked agent who books Disney travel vacations for people all the time. Give our listeners a reason why they want to give you a call instead of just booking a trip by themselves. Well, I can do all of the legwork for them. I have expertise. I've been to the Disney parks well over a hundred times. So they've got that knowledge at their hand as well as it saves them time and money. Where can people get in touch with you so that they can book their next Disney cruise, Disney park trip, Adventures by Disney? They can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. The Dining at Disney Podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you would really explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast. And now your hosts, Kristen and Bubba. Welcome to the Dining at Disney podcast. I'm Kristen. With me today, I've got Kat. Hello. As well as Aljon. Hello. No Bubba. But we do have a big discussion. We are going to be talking about our favorite main course at the Disney park. So this can be any restaurant from Disneyland or Walt Disney World. And I'm going to say this is a very difficult... Like, it's difficult for me to pick a dish. I don't know about everybody else. Mm. But I do know that in the chat, we had some people respond uh, on our Facebook group with what their favorite entree was. So we're going to be reading those as well. Yeah. And I think this is a great thing because you're involving your community, your growing community on Facebook for Dining at Disney. Your group. Your Facebook group, which is awesome. Which, by the way, Kat is also a mod and contributor which is awesome so i'm loving that and if you haven't already make sure you like subscribe and click the notification bell so you know when we post new content like when we go live like tonight yes and before you forget you might want to give a shout out to people watching you on the chat which is great so big ups from ohio a fellow buckeye Teresa kertzer uh marianne packard i'm sorry uh Teresa, if i totally blew your name and then our 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 favorite contributor, the one of the number one fans of dining at Disney, Lindsay Marie. Hello, Lindsay Marie. And uh, we also have a couple comments in there as well. Marianne made reservations for dining. She's going in fifty seven days as nice. of today. And uh, Lindsay says five hundred eighty five days until we go, <laughs> <laughs> and counting down the days. <sighs> so uh, and yeah, I, and I do. Do have some information that Lindsay Marie is going to be excited to hear um, because we are going to be talking about the fact that you can now book 2022 Walt Disney World vacation packages. Yes. And we're also going to be talking about the announcement of the 50th celebration. Is that something you want to talk about right now before you go into the discussion? Sure, we can do that. Awesome. See, I would I would normally have some sound effects queued in, but since I didn't know this was going to work on Facebook, we could just uh, do some sound effects like this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and talk about That wasn't the one. That wasn't the right one? Was it more that like this? It. Okay, maybe better. not. Okay, that's better. Better. Okay. Okay, so 
I need you to pull up the one that says, yes, there we go. The 2022 <laughs> vacation. I'm used to it packaging. on my show, but uh, that I, that I host not on Kristen's show. So it's kind of weird that I'm not, you know, I'm doing this here. So. <laughs> Please forgive me in this new format here. So they have released the 2022 vacation packages, which is very exciting because at the end of this year, going into the beginning of next year, is the 50th celebration that will be taking place. But right now, you can book your vacation packages, and it's up to 500 days in the future. So you can't book for the full year yet, but every day you can book an extra day Mm. (laughs) into the future. So depending on when you're listening to this, I always cheat, and I've got this little calculator thing that I can enter the date and do plus or minus days which is how I always know when to schedule, like, when, when can I book my fast passes? When can I book my dining reservations? And I always tell people when they book with me, like, I put that in there because I use that little calculator. And I can tell them, hey, you can start booking, you know, March 21st, and you can book through this date. So, yeah. So now you can book your 2022 vacation packages. Yeah is very exciting and it would be nice if they booked with you too right yes it would be nice (laughs) where can people email you if they want to book their trip they can email me at theme parks and cruises at gmail.com no it's funny i always have to remind her during the live show to do that it's funny (laughs) but anyway thank you for that Kristen. is there any other uh info on the 2022 packages no that's all i've got oh that's that's just the main bit no you and Kat have been talking in the pre-show about this 50th anniversary dealio. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, you know, we're talking about it now. Um, at launching this fall, it's going to be pretty sweet. So, uh, Kat, I guess, did you want to talk a little bit about I'm, it? I'm just so excited that ear adescent is a thing now because <laughs> it's amazing and magical and i'm so happy about it um the little outfits that they're gonna have with their gold shoes that was the first thing i said to my mom i was like they have little gold shoes Uh so excited it is cute but everything looks beautiful um and i was reading that they're gonna make the uh epcot show the like nighttime spectacular show permanent so the epcot ball now will be magically glowing every night for the foreseeable future That's once nice. it starts. So that'll be cool. That'll oh be really yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, um, according to the press release, do you want me to take a stab at it? Or do you want to read it, Kristen? You can. That's fine. So the press release says it's an event five decades in the making beginning October 1st, Walt Disney world will throw the world's most magical celebration. You want me to read this like a Disney person? Cause I can't. <laughs> In honor of our 50th anniversary, beginning new experiences to our four theme parks and beyond, the milestone is such a big deal, we've even coined a new word, iridescence. Yay, cat! Yay! To describe what guests will see when they visit. Our Disney teams are creating all sorts of new decorations that will shimmer and sparkle all day and into the night. As part of the celebration, Cinderella Castle at Magic Kingdom Park will add this to the royal makeover from last year. The castle will feature gold... Blunting, bunting, I'm sorry, I said blunting. <laughs> it's not 20. Uh, gold bunting and 50th anniversary crest as part of its festive new look. That's something a Disney person wouldn't say. Uh, but a Disney person would say this castle will even add more magical night, joined by icons at 
each other the three parks as they transform into beacons of magic, including pixie dust on Cinderella Castle, magical fireflies inhabiting the Tree of Life at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park, and special new touches coming to life on Hollywood Tower Hotel at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And at Epcot, new lights will shine across reflective panels of Spaceship Earth, connecting to one another and resembling stars in a nighttime sky. This permanent new lighting will continue beyond the most the world's most magical celebration as a defining feature of the park. Guests will also want to keep eye out for Mickey and Minnie, who will have sparkling new looks for the celebration. As hosts of the event, they'll be dressed for the occasion in custom-made iridescent fabric with gold highlights and gold shoes. <laughs> we'll have more to share of this 18-month-long World's Most Magical Celebration in the future as we ramp up to the big day on October 1st. I cannot I wait. And I'm very excited. See, my first trip was during the 20th anniversary celebration. And the first time we get to take Boo and Jack-Jack, our two little ones, mm-hmm. it will be during the 50th anniversary. Yeah. So I think that's going to be Love a it. lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. By the way, speaking of anniversaries, you know what this week was? The 20th anniversary for 20th. Sorcerer Radio. Yeah. Wow. I know. Our 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 Sorcerer Radio syndicated friends. You got to love Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com. Also, happy anniversary. It's That's hard a long to believe time. we've been doing this, this as long as we have, too. <sighs> That's a long time. And we've been, we were on Tiki, doing Tiki, WDW Tiki Room for 11 years. 12 years now? How many years? We're on year 12. 12 year 12. Yep. Unbelievable with the Disney list now. Yeah. And Kat, you were you were writing for the Source of Radio blog been a while. for a long yeah. time. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. To tell you the truth, I remember I remember when I was living in Chicago, commuting back and forth between Chicago and Detroit, and I would listen to the like long time ago podcast when I was commuting back and forth, like long time ago. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, we were doing that for a long, long time, but uh, we're so glad to be here. And we're so glad that you're joining us on this first uh, Facebook live for dining at Disney. So pretty cool. My but, first Facebook live ever. This is, this is, is it really? Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> I like it. Well, I like this new software. So this is, this is pretty cool. So maybe we should, do this again and do another live hang for the Disney list. Um, that'd be awesome. All right, Kristen, I think uh, it's another segment of yours. It is. Yeah. Should, well, you see, I don't have transition music. This is what I got. It. I've got the old, I've got the old theme song music. What's our thing? <laughs> we are talking about our favorite and your favorite main course at Disney parks and where that dish comes from. Hmm. So, let's see, Aljon, since you already say you have one in mind, yeah, where would yours be from? Uh, this would be from Yachtsman's Steakhouse okay. in Walt Disney World. And I love Yachtsman's Steakhouse. It's at the beach, uh, beach club. And what do you think I'm going to have here at Yachtman, Yachtsman's Steakhouse? It's, it's at the Yacht Club. Or the Yacht Club. Yeah. Which is, by the way, temporarily unavailable, by the way, which is a horrible thing. It's a horrible thing. But when it's open, what do you think I'm going to order? Uh, it's the New York strip steak. That's right. 
I love my New York steakhouse. What? Yeah. What? What? Yes. Uh, 12 ounce New York strip steak, um, medium, medium rare peppercorn brandy sauce served with one accompaniment. And they have so many awesome accompaniments uh, that I love. Uh, One of them is um, uh, their, their mashed potatoes. Uh, so I'm a big fan of the steak and potatoes. Yes, I'm, I'm primal. I can't help myself. Um, but that's where we're at. And if you're lucky enough to get, um, a little first course, a little fun, little offering, I will say that the lobster bisque, we've had it, it's yummy, but even more yummy than that is something that may not appeal to a lot of people. And, and that's the bone marrow. Cause once again, I'm primal. Yeah, I'm primal. I it's, love bone marrow. Yeah, and they serve they serve it on the 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 a green the brioche you know with toasted green onions, and it's so darn good. It's like spreading warm butter across a piece of nice toast, and it just it's like soul food. And I, and maybe it's because I'm part Filipino Chinese, but but this is something like dates back to my Filipino heritage, you know, because the bone marrow is like legit. You know, when you'd have Love steak it. and so stuff. So if you're only part Filipino Chinese, what's the rest of you? Oh, no. Part <laughs> Filipino, part Chinese. That's what I mean to say. I'm 100% Asian. 100% Asian. That's right. I'm a meat of Taurus, y'all. I'm a meat of Taurus. You know, there's this quote, the sound effect. You know, I am a carnivore. Oh. I am Jurassic Park all day, every day. So um, there I am. Yeah, at home you know at what, Yachtsman's. What's, what's funny is my heritage, and, and this also comes from having done Ancestry.com. So we figured out all, like the exact percentages of everything so far. It hasn't changed in the past couple of times they've updated it. <laughs> but between German, English, Irish, and Scottish, none of them have big bold flavors it's very much meat and potato land and i'm not the biggest meat and potato person no but you you do like a good steak i That's do why you i'm like very pulling, particular about you know steak. i i say this cat you know uh i'm a big fan of yachtsman steakhouse but i will say that at a very very close second would be the new york strip steak over there at bull and bear at um at uh, the um, Waldorf story at Orlando. Mm. I love that so much. Yeah. Now, now we'll do another show about my second favorite dish, which is actually dessert. But, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. so my favorite desserts, and I know, Kat, you're a fan of desserts. So we're, well, who isn't a fan of desserts, right? Truth, truth. Anyway, I digress. Crazy people. I digress. I've taken up a lot of your show. Please continue. <laughs> Please. Okay, Kat, how about you? Okay, I made a list. A small <laughs> list. Because it's me, and I had to. Um, so the first thing that came to mind when I read this question was the tamari sushi at Takumi Te, which I have dreams about. It's the, like, geisha-style sushi, the little balls instead of the, um, like, the brick sushi. And it was so good. It was like salmon, tuna, uni. uh, There was a white fish. I don't remember what else. It was just like melt in your mouth, delicious sushi. It was so Mm. good. Mm. It was so good. 
Um, and then the other one that I had thought of was, I don't know if they have it on their menu anymore, but I used to order it every time we go was the, um, the short rib at the wave. Yes. With, it had like a goat cheese mashed potato with it and some greens. It was so good. Like you didn't even need a knife to cut it. It was yes. delicious. Oh yes. That's good stuff. Um, right I like the wave is like such a little hidden gem at the contemporary. You a lot of times you don't even need a reservation to get in there. You just like walk in and yeah. they see you. It's great. I love it. I love it. So you, you covered, you, you covered, you covered the parks for sure. That's awesome. I love it. I didn't even talk about Disneyland. So, you know, I guess we can circle Oh yeah. Back. Disneyland's a whole other story. You know, cause I mean, this is Disney parks, you know, so I just talked about Walt Disney world. I mean, we could talk about Disneyland, but anyway, I digress. I need you to pull up the menu for uh, the Italian restaurant in Epcot for me. Okay. Because I need to look and see if something's still on it. Oh, which which Italian restaurant? Napoli? Not via not Napoli. Okay. Um, and I'm drawing a Tutto. blank. Tutto Italia. Yes, thank you. Tutto Gusto is what Tutto, kept coming Tutto. to my mind. And I was like, no, that's the wine bar. Why can't I? <laughs> Yes, Tutu Italia. So, okay. Well, I, I have a feeling I know what you're going to get or what you're going for. But. And I, coming into this, I had no clue what I was going to come up with. And then Kat started talking, and it made me think of this dish. Okay. And it is so good. It is, let's see, do they have it? Oh, where is it? I not see it. Look at the dinner menu. Okay. Here we go. I think I came up with the wrong menu there. There you go. Okay, don't go too fast. Okay, well, okay. Where's... Oh, don't tell me they don't have any more. I can't... You're scrolling too fast for me. I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> it's not there. I don't see it. I don't see it. Uh, see, there's the antipasti, the secondy, the pasta. That's uh, it. Oh, no. They took it off the menu. They had a braised short rib dish, and it was braised short rib and something else. And, oh, my gosh, it had this, like, amazing red red wine reduction sauce on it. It was so good. Well, That's not what there. I was going to say. And they don't have it anymore. Not there anymore. Girl. So you're going to have to think about something else. While you think about something else, Kristen, I'm going to read some comments here from the peanut gallery. Okay. Um, Lindsay says, yay, can't wait. Hope they bring back the Disney dining plan. Uh, Daryl, hello, Daryl. Uh, it says, fried chicken at the 50s diner is great homestyle cooking. Yes, amen to that. I agree 110%. Uh, also, um, it says here, Kristen, you're for whatever reason, you're making the other side go up. Oh, oh Daryl says also Raglan road, the steak and onion rings will make uh gluten-free egg free. Uh, yum. So there you go. Raglan road. Oh, I didn't you, know that. Well, you know all about the gluten-free, um, stuff there, cat, because that's your specialty. I, I have never had gluten-free anything at Raglan road. I should try it. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. Everything at that place is amazing, Lindsay says. And yes, I, I agree. It's definitely amazing. 
Um, to check it out. Teresa says, when we were at Walt Disney World last week in January, we made uh, reservations at Cinderella's Royal Table with it, uh, with twin granddaughters. Whoa, twin Aww. granddaughters. I, I, I hope you have some really cool pictures. Uh, Daryl also says, Guinness sauce from Raglan Road. Uh, yeah. Guinness sauce from Raglan Road. Super yummy. Oh, yeah. Awesome with the, you know, with the steak. Uh, actually, very good with the, um, with the, uh, uh, the burger that they have there. They have a, um, I think it's like a Kobe beef burger, something like that, Ooh. that they have uh, over at Raglan Road. And it's just to die for, especially with their potatoes. It's so good. Um, Ask ahead of time, and they will make it make a batter. How about that, Daryl? Thank you. That's great, great stuff. Kristen, did you find something? I did. So, one of my favorite places is Wolfgang Puck Bar and Grill, mm. and I am a long, long, long time Wolfgang Puck fan. Like back before the Food Network was like this huge thing, and you know that everybody watched uh, and before all the cooking shows that they have now or that, you know, your standard channels like ABC and all that have too. So being that he is one of my all-time favorite celebrity chefs, I had to go to his restaurant and I'm going with my, one of the dishes that's absolutely amazing there. Everything is amazing there. But they have a chicken wiener schnitzel and it has tomatoes with dill cucumbers, and they also have fingerling potatoes with it. But it is, it's perfectly cooked. I mean, and being that he's Austrian and you've got this on his menu, you know it's going to be, like, made perfectly. So that's why I had to go with that. Nice. See, mine changes. I could name probably at every yeah. restaurant a favorite dish that I have there. Just like uh, I would say over at Raglan Road, because uh, Daryl mentioned Raglan Road in the chat, and I would have to go with there the it's not bleeding chowder. Oh, it is amazing! Have you ever had it there, Cat? No, it's oh, so good. I'm not a chowder person, of, but I really like. It's I not really like that soupy. It's so much seafood in it. Mm. Yeah, it's good. I can't have chowders often. I wonder if they make it. Oh, if they make free. it without flour? Yeah. I don't know. Because I love some clam chowder. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Um, I was just, I don't know why I thought of this. I don't know why I thought of this. But Kristen, do you remember when they used to have Wolfgang Puck on like E! News in the evenings before the Oscars? Yes. And he would like go through the menus. Yep. That was like my favorite thing ever. Oh. He's always so personal. And like when they were like, and then he serves caviar with a thing covered in gold. And I was always... It's amazing. I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he. I mean, everybody had the Spago's menu, and they kicked it up yeah. for the the award yeah. show every year. And I remember so that cool. that was that that was actually better than the red carpet. Actually, it was my favorite part. A, Wolfgang Puck is always the best part of any award show. Really, yeah, ask now, anybody. Now that I think about it, it's back since the '90s, so it's been like. Over 25 years that I've been a fan of Wolfgang Pucks. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's been that long, but oh I, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. My uncle, who used to be, um, he used to be the one of the choreographers for the Philippine uh, Ballet. And um, yeah, and so he went everywhere. He used to talk about going to Spago's all the time because he was like living La Vida Loca back in the day, back in the 80s. 
you know, back in the 80s. And you know what happened in the 80s? That was like party central in the 80s. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Crazy, crazy. Anyway, um, do we want to hit Disneyland while we're at it? Why not? Why not? So we're talking about the parks. Um, I can tell you that uh, I love Ralph Brennan's Jad's Kitchen. And probably one of my favorite my favorite things to have over there uh, that I've had is actually the etouffee. So I am down with the etouffee. I can't find it here on the menus for their, for their thing because um, their website I think is down or something. I'm not really sure. You have to click on the all day menu. All day menu. Yeah. Is it not doing it? Where is it? All day menu. See? Oh, all day menu. Okay. There you go. Uh, there's a pasta jambalaya. They've got salmon grits. They don't have all the that. barbecued shrimp and grits. Oh my gosh. Barbecued some shrimp and grits. Yeah. So good. But anyway, big fan of, um, I don't know where they don't have the etouffee here. They had it when we went, um, gosh, it was probably in July. They only had like five things on their menu. It was very, very limited. Down. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. that makes sense. So, that makes sense. Well, when I went, yeah. they had the etouffee and maybe they'll bring it back. Um, yeah, they normally do. But I will tell you that their pasta jambalaya, also very good. Uh, I am a big fan of that. So that's the, what's on the menu now, and that is what I would order today because I love Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen. Yes. At Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen, I will say that they are – and I make really, really good shrimp and grits, so I'm very picky about, like, where I have shrimp and grits. Theirs mm-hmm. is better than mine. Yeah. I'm not saying yes, because I agree, because I love her shrimp, shrimp and grits. And Bobby Flay seemed to like her fish and grits, I guess. It was not. I didn't uh, I didn't do that. I thought you submitted Bobby Flay, uh, submitted oh, something to Bobby Flay. I did, but we never heard anything from that. Oh. But it, I did get a signed cookbook from him for yes. you, which is great. You're thinking of when I tried out for MasterChef. I must be thinking about MasterChef. Anyway. MasterChef. Yeah. By the way, speaking of MasterChef, going down this rabbit hole. Um, I was talking to Kristen about how uh, Las Vegas has Hell's Kitchen Yeah, over there. And anytime you go into uh, that place, it's so hot. They they have the torches, like the fires going and everything. It's legit. Like it's it's legit what you would think Hell's Kitchen feels like. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. But it's it's awesome. That sounds awful. Well. Truth be told, like, I mean, you know, it's not like Chef Ramsay's like sitting around like firing people left and right, you know, telling people yeah. that they're donkeys for not making the filet mignon properly or the or what's a signature dish, a dish, the um, uh, the I, I had it in the tip of my tongue. Beef Wellington. Oh, yes. Yes. OK. Uh, for cat, the 50s dinner, 50s diner makes a gluten free brownie sundae with vegan ice cream. Stop it. Who said that? Daryl? Daryl yeah. in the chat. Can you see the chat? Get, I can't see it, but okay. um, I'm in on a gluten-free brownie. Dunkin' Donuts just got gluten-free brownies, and Ooh. it's made my entire month. Wow. Oh, wow, I bet. Like, you know, donuts are a big thing. You know, we could also, that's another great thing to talk about in your chat. Daryl also says, Coral Reef used to have a bacon chicken dish that was delicious. Not sure if they still have it on the menu. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. All right. So, Kat, Disneyland. Yes, but before we get to that, we should read the comments that we have from the group. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, so while she's bringing that up, the group is just blowing up. Um, Kat, you you see a lot of people in there chatting. This is Dining at Disney. So many. On, on Facebook and the Dining at Disney Facebook group, which, uh, you know, you answer a couple of questions to make sure that you're, you're a human being, and then you, you get in. So go ahead. So Holly Norman says, it's not in the park, but Yachtsman Steakhouse. The, she had the filet with the mac and cheese, and she said... Uh, in the park back in 2008 in Hollywood Studios at the Brown Derby, uh, they had an amazing tuna steak with a white cheddar polenta. So, Ooh. wait, wait, wait. So you said the park. So do we have to say something that's no, in a park? Or no, just it doesn't resort? have to be oh, okay. specifically well, a, in the park. Big ups to Yachtsman's. I like it. But a lot of times when you say Disney parks, people think you mean specifically like the, park, the park, not gotcha. Disneyland and Walt Disney World as like... Well, yeah, we Disney made this. We we, yeah. we 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 made sure that this uh, show encompasses all. Yes. So. Uh, Laura Van Remortal says the Wagyu uh, beef from Morimoto Asia. Yeah, Wagyu beef. Says y'all. that it is the best meat I have ever tried, and I can still taste it a year later. <laughs> Wagyu baby. Uh, Linda Netherly says the escargot would be our guest. The house made apricot sorbet at California Grill and the lobster roll off of the a la carte lunch menu at Liberty Tree Tavern. She said all three are now gone from the menus. They took the lobster roll off the menu there? I, I guess so. I haven't. I haven't. You know, looked in depth at any of the menus in several months. So, just because I've been so crazy busy with with the little babies, and it's locked down too. You know, it's well, like, that yeah, and a lot of those things that are normally on the menus aren't, you know, aren't there because they're you know, limited supply. Yeah, limited supply. Let's see, Michael. Salnerno says, in the park, Liberty Tree Pot Roast, Nine Dragons, their hot and sour soup, and at Yak and Yeti, the tuna nachos. Now, yeah. see, he's right. Ahi tuna nachos. That's right. It's a shareable appetizer, but I always get it as my entree. It's so good, And y'all. I don't share it. No. You got in trouble oh. the first time when you tried to steal a chip. Don't you remember? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> What are you doing? Don't take my chip. <laughs> I'm a chips. I'm a chip thief. Chippies. I love the chippies. Paula Randall. She no. says the beef. Oh, yeah. My contact. Oh, uh, beef Borg Young. Borg Young. At the Chef de France. Yes. Send help. That's it. That's beef. That's beef and wine reduction. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, I learned a little something. Way to go, Paula! Uh, you're you're you get definitely. We have that in common. Nicole Andre Diocano says La Hacienda del Paradis uh, del Mar. So I guess that's she likes the, the shrimp, seafood. The seafood. Yeah, I've had that. Mm. That's good. God, it's not bad. It's like a paella. 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 I don't know. Uh, I'm not Spanish, um, but I have spoke Spanish three at some point. 
Kyle Flair says chef's platter at boat rights, not at the park. Yes, that's good. We like boat rights as well. Yeah. And Cindy Armstrong Hines says Yachtsman Steakhouse. Yay, Yachtsman. So that's that's amazing. Now, Kat, Okay, just for reference for everyone else that cares about this like I do, they still have the lobster roll, but they moved it to Columbia Harbor House, which is currently closed, but they also have it at the Tomorrowland Terrace Restaurant when that's open. Just in case anyone listening gives as much consideration to lobster rolls as I do. <laughs> See, I usually think of Columbia like Harbor House for the lobster roll. Yes. Exactly. That's why I was thinking. I was like, they didn't take it off. The, but it was closed. Yeah. They're temporarily yeah. closed. Daryl must, uh, must know a lot about gluten-free because uh, Daryl's saying uh, the cafeteria-style restaurant at Coronado Springs, the formerly Pepper Market. Yeah. Uh, makes amazing gluten free. Sebastian now or something? Yeah. What, what, we talked about oh, it last week. When we talked. Um, but they make amazing gluten free Philly cheesesteak sandwiches. Wow. Okay. Ooh. That's kind of cool. Hmm. And I say Daryl, Missy, Felton, and Daryl and Missy. So this this may be Daryl, Missy, or Missy and Daryl. I'm not really sure. Uh, <laughs> and Lindsay says STK, very good steak. And I don't eat steak that much. Yes. Uh, we like STK. We do. We really do. Mm. Yeah. Okay, Kat. What dish are you going Disneyland. with? Yeah. Um, I go to at Disneyland, unless it's like disgustingly hot out. It has to be really hot for me to not want this. Is gluten-free grilled cheese with tomato soup from Jolly Holiday. Yeah, all right. That's my go-to. I like it. Done. Um, they have really, really good tomato soup and they're like one of the only places you can get a gluten-free grilled cheese in the park. So, yeah, that's, that sounds yummy. That's comfort food for comfort food. Yeah. Really? That is, that is something Kristen and I have maybe uh, once a week is, is grilled cheese and soup because it's food for the soul. It's fun. In the winter. Yeah. In the winter time, of course, in the winter time. Would, ah. would you do me a favor, Alton, and yes. pull up the menu for Carnation Cafe, please? Oh, okay. Because that Fried is pickles. going to be my... It, I was trying to decide, do I want to go with something from Carnation Cafe or something from New Orleans? Because those are like the two places that I'm always, always yeah. going with. Okay, so that's the breakfast menu. Can you pull up the lunch, please? Oh, for the, um, just El Zocalo's got good food too. <gasps> yes, they do. That's another I'm, one. Enchiladas, nachos, everything there's really good. I normally get their carne asada with enchilada. Yeah, we're gonna have to do a uh, we're gonna have to do a bonus episode just for uh, Universal Studios. I think last oh. time we ate at Universal, cat cat's not a fan of Universal. <laughs> okay yeah you see she's smiling here she's not she's, she's i worked for them for such I a know, long I know, time i know i know i know i know the look on your face tells me everything i need to know so here we go <laughs> and see next please you know oh, what i, I want to go getting... that's my phone see ya see ya uh, and the live show's over gang see ya okay go i'm gonna say what i go with is not an entree, but it's one of my things that I always have to get, and it's the Walt's chili. 
That's not an entree. Oh, yeah. But yes, Walt's chili. Uh, yes. Top with cheese, sour cream, and fresh tomatoes. I guess for some people, Yum. it could be an entree if they're, you know, eating light. Definitely. You know, I'm having I, a, cup of, a cup of chili. I do chili and, oh, um, let me look at the other appetizers real quick. It's the fried pickles. Yep, that's what I always get, the fried pickles. Okay. Well, I always do like two, two, I always get two starters for lunch. Well, okay, but that isn't considered <laughs> a main, a main course. You got to like know. a legit main course. I know. <sighs> that was my problem with this question because the first thing I thought of besides the Takumi Te sushi was the bread service at Sanaa. That was like, oh, oh yeah. that Sanaa. we could do I a whole, it. I yeah. think about it once a week. Yeah, every week. That's that are that is a go to like appetizer of all appetizers to end oh all appetizers. God. The bread service at Sanaa. I mean, we love the bread service at Sanaa so much that we got the the bread service tray thing that you can get at the gift shop and the recipes for the accompaniments. I mean, that's how we it's love so it so good. much. Oh yeah, it's so good. I need you know that's what I should do. I should make each of those sauces at some point. Yes, you should, and double up on the. The mango chutney, because I'm down with that. I am so down with the mango chutney. I could do like old cooking videos, like I used to do, like uh, over. Well, you're on your own on that because I'm not <laughs> editing those anymore. Oh, why not? I you still have one, and you still did, I still have you one. You have that... a okay, gang. Look, <laughs> she has a dining at Disney episode that, that she recorded six months ago during lockdown. And she has yet to edit it and put it up. It's that, longer than six months. I did it back in like Did you do it in May. the old house? Did you do it in no, the old house? No, it's done here. And I did okay. it using two different cameras because I was like trying to do like the overhead shot with my phone and then had my DSLR set up to like film the other stuff. <laughs> I have not attempted to even try and put that together. Oh. Yeah, it was like May last year. Anyway. Now yeah. you know, gang. We tried. We tried to have a revival of of uh, cooking with Mickey, and it didn't happen. And I've got a cool chef's coat. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, are you gonna come up with a an entree, or are we we done? We done here. What are we doing here? She doesn't make okay. it easy for me, Kat. I know. I know. I'm not making it easy. I'm having difficulty deciding. She's not prepared for this it's show. Hard. It's too much pressure. Uh, okay, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna well, pick good, something. Okay, there's good stuff. There's good stuff. Because I mean, you know, there is. I mean, there's a lot of really cool things to choose from in terms of main courses, especially if you go to Downtown Disney. Because if not, uh, yeah. Yeah, and Downtown Disney for me, you know, like I like Catal too. Catal's a lot of fun. That's you my know? favorite. Yeah, Catal's fun. Um, there isn't anything on that menu that I don't like. And the same goes for, um, you know, Ralph Brennan's we talked about as well. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to go with a dish that I usually share. Okay. And that is the Monte Cristo sandwich. Ah, uh, okay. The sliced turkey, oh, yeah. ham, and Swiss mm-hmm. fried in like batter. Yeah. And it's dusted with powdered sugar. And then they have this berry puree that you can dip it in. And it's so big that... You really easily can share it with somebody else and both leave full. This guy. And I normally get that and with a side of French fries. They have the garlic fries there too, yep, right? Yeah, that's what we get. 
Ugh, yum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm a fan of the Monte Cristo. I, I talked about it during our happy hour show a couple weeks ago. I love me the Monte Cristo. Any any final thoughts there, Kat? If we're venturing out of the parks in California, my number two is the spicy tuna lettuce wraps at the Craftsman Grill at the Grand Californian. When they redid the menu there, they added so many delicious things. One of those things is these tuna lettuce wraps. It's like spicy tuna with kimchi and like radish sprinkles in a piece of oh it's so good it's like four tacos it's amazing and also they serve a, like a order of nachos in like a bathtub it's enormous you can share it with four people but the spicy tuna lettuce wraps are chef's kiss they're so good I, I am, that's I'm, what i get on my on real hot days that's what i go for that's good but love it i don't think there's anything else over there that i would die for Big pickle, dull whip. That's it. <laughs> Big pickle, dull whip. And I dropped the mic. No, Gotta that, go. See you later. And I'm spent. Um, you know, they, I think maybe I'll leave you with one of the last things. And that would be, oh, gosh. I, I mean, it's a, it's at Disneyland. We can stay in the parks if you want. We can stay in, in the parks. And I'll go at the plaza. And you know what I'm going to say at the plaza? It's going to be the fried chicken. And there you go. See, and, and we know that. that's what Bubba would say. Yeah, we know. Well, yeah. and I'm speaking on behalf of Bubba too, but yes, I would say the same thing because I love the chicken there. It's like my second favorite fried chicken in the world next to uh, the fried chicken. Mm, maybe there's some fried chicken. Well, there's, there's some fried chicken here in Nashville that I love. Um, is there fried chicken at homecoming? Yeah, that's right. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. That's right. They have yep. good fried chicken. Okay, so fried chicken. This is a good fried chicken debate. The fried chicken debate of 2021. Um, Chef Art Smith's homecoming fried chicken is number one. That isn't Nashville hot chicken. Nashville hot chicken, legit, from a place called Prince's Hot Chicken, is legit. It is the best hot chicken. I don't care about, I mean... Hattie B's chicken is really good. Very trendy, but it ain't Prince's. Prince's is legit, like downtown Julie Brown hot chicken. It's the old school. It, it, that, it's atomic. It's yeah. atomic. This ain't no this ain't no Kentucky fried chicken, like, you know, like, you know, chicken for babies. Well, this is like And that's the thing about Nashville hot chicken, is there's so many places that have that on their menu, not just in Nashville, but like in Here. other, you know, even in, yeah, like California yes. and Florida. There's they've a got hot a chicken place on every corner here now. It's like hot chicken and Starbucks. So that's it everywhere. That's right. That's and right. a lot of them aren't really it's not hot. Legit. And it's not the right spices. It's not. If you have actually Nashville hot chicken, even in Nashville at, at a different place other than Prince's. If you are not sweating while you were eating it, it's it, not Nashville, not Nashville hot, hot chicken. chicken. Nope. Because got to got to come out of your pose. It's got to come out of your pose. Like you, you'll have to like take a clear sill bath, you know, after you're done. It's and, like the difference between having a, a 
a spicy Thai dish and having a native Thai dish. Oh, right. Of heat level difference. I mean, it's like night and day. Yes. But in the great chicken debate of 2021, when it comes to the Disney chicken, Chef Art Smith gets the W over the plaza. Sorry. That's fair. Not by much, but (laughs) just that little bit because Chef Art Smith is awesome. Oprah be eating good back in the day. Oprah be eating good. Now you know why she's on the yo-yo diet because of <laughs> Chef Art Smith. Because that food is good. His food is really good. No, I, it's, I mean, and dude, I said dude. I'm not a Southern food eater. He cooks for Oprah. He cooks for Lady Gaga. He cooks for everybody. But it's so good. Chef Art Smith, <laughs> homecoming. What else can you say? You can't. It's one of my favorite places to eat. There's not a bad dish on the menu. No. Yeah, Chef Art Smith for the win. For the win. Uh, Let's see. Last comment here. Daryl comes back in the chat and says, Garden Grill Harvest Feast is a good family-style spread for us. A must-do every trip. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. (laughs) All right, Kat. Now you can have last words. (laughs) Final thoughts. Final thoughts on Chef Art oh Smith my gosh. cooking for Oprah and Lady Gaga. <laughs> I have nothing. I have nothing to add yeah. to Art Smith. I hope that Lady Gaga and Oprah are enjoying themselves. They that's, must that's be. All I can add. They must be. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Chef Art Smith and his shiny pants. Chef Art Smith and his shiny pants. Get me some chicken. That's all I'm saying. How are we doing, Kristen? We're doing good. All right. <laughs> We're wrapping up this show. It's a live stream, y'all. Well, we hope you have enjoyed today's show. If you have, <laughs> if you have enjoyed today's show, <laughs> and you are watching it live, I'm or sorry, are watching the rerun of it um, on I, Facebook. I apologize in advance. Please give us some like hearts and thumbs up and things like that. Um, we want to know what you think because give us some chicken. Should. Okay, chicken, you're chicken. done. I'm going to, like, turn your mic <laughs> it's off been a long week, y'all. All right. I'm muting myself. <laughs> I think it's me. Every time we do this, we lose control. Kat, you make me laugh so much, and I love you for that. Yeah, Thank you. Oh. What it is, okay. is, is unlike usually when I do this show and I'm in my space, I'm in his office. So I'm in his space. Wait, wait, you're in my space? And whenever we record up in his space... His man cave office, whatever you want to call this thing. Um, <laughs> he he like you get you take a lot of control because you're I can't so help used it. to it. I'm so used to it. Your, this we're is my in board. your territory instead of my territory. This is this is the board of wonder. But I do want to know if everybody enjoyed it. Uh, if you did enjoy the live show, let us know. We'll definitely do more of them then um as i said if you haven't already like subscribe click the notification bell so you know when we share new content and if you haven't already subscribe to us on anchor or your favorite platform for podcasts 
We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, even iHeartRadio. And on Anchor, you can donate to us there. You can be like our top donor, Lindsay Marie, and donate anywhere from 99 cents to $9.99 a month. Um, And if you don't want to do that, but you like to shop and you shop Amazon or the Disney store, use our affiliate links and that gives us like, they tip us for you using it kind of thing. Yes. I'm going to have you be Bubba. All right. (laughs) So tell everybody (laughs) outside where they can find Idea at Disney. Well, don't forget, you can check out the Disney list every Sunday live. Wait, wait, the Disney list. Oh, yes. (laughs) Where's his, where's his line? He's in yellow. Oh, you can find us at Dining at Disney at (laughs) DiningAtDisney.com. Our social media accounts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And for all your Disney Universal and cruise travel needs, you can contact Kristen at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com for your free quote or to book today. You can also check out the Disney list, as he was saying, Sunday's Live on Facebook. It's not how a script is written. It's not how a script is written. You can also catch our friends WDW Park Hoppers, Park Hopper Sid, Park Hopper John. They talk about all things Walt Disney World and the Disney Parks podcast with Tony and John. They talk about, well, everything Disney Parks. That's right. You can also check out our syndicated partners there at Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com. And you can also uh, check me out at Al John Go on Instagram, also the co-host of the Disney List on your favorite podcast platform and the new podcast skull rock podcast with myself and former, uh, Disney filmmaker and, uh, animator and author Dave Bossert. He's the boss. Um, and we talked to all kinds of Disney animators and filmmakers. Uh, we just talked to Floyd Norman for black history month last week. Mm-hmm. Amazing interview because he is an amazing individual. Uh, he is a national treasure and should be protected at all costs. And uh, we also have talked to other folks in there, too, like uh, uh, the Bancrofts. We've talked to so many others. Uh, uh, Tony Anselmo, the voice of Donald Duck. So please check out Skull Rock Podcast. Kat? You can find me on Instagram at Catastrophe at C-A-T underscore A-S-T-R-O-P-H-E. Or on my podcast, Eat the Pictures at Eat the Pictures on Instagram or EatThePicturesPodcast.com. We're on all, I say we, but it's just me. I'm on all of your <laughs> podcast platforms, so be sure to check us out. We're the bite-sized movie podcast about food. I love it. It's like 15 <laughs> minutes of awesomeness. It's the best. And you also, you know, talk about Ali Sheedy, which she definitely doesn't get talked about yes. enough here in the 2021s. We're, we're loving on Ali Sheedy. We're loving on Bend It Like Beckham. We're loving on, next week, we're loving on Soul Food. So if you're into yes. movies that take place in Chicago in the late 90s, check us out. Because apparently that's what I'm talking about a lot. No, no it's, it's, it's good. You know, uh, you know, one of these days you'll be covering Eat, Love, Pray. And you'll be you'll you'll probably cover we'll yeah you know, something we'll like you know from the Muppets you know because they always have the Muppets, food definitely. the Muppets definitely you know they've got something um, I'm it, trying to think what else is coming um, the Hunger Games is coming ah uh, yes uh, hairspray is coming nice uh, yeah there's a lot of a lot of interesting stuff I have very weird taste in movies which I've been told more than once since this has started it's only the fourth fourth episode no no this um, is good so. this is good. 
And, and you know, when there'll the, be some classics and some hidden gems and some that everyone has seen. We'll see what happens. If you ever do more John Hughes movies or 80s films, yes. you can count me in on this quick, um, yes. the quick stuff because I love it. Uh, great yes. podcast. And I will say when the, um, the Fatal Attraction podcast happens, um, it's going to be a crazy. We're going to boil bunnies. You're going to boil bunnies. I've, and, I've got one coming up about Jaws. It's going to be great. Oh, we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> Go back to the the, uh, the episode where I talk about my run-in with Richard Dreyfus. Oh, boy. And that was on Dining at Disney, right? Talk about that? I don't remember. Okay, maybe we shouldn't talk about that. <laughs> maybe Kat knows this story. Maybe we'll talk about it off air. <laughs> wow, this is crazy. Wow, yeah, okay. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed today's show. And until next time, uh, Kristen, with me was Al John and Kat. Bon appetit. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes. I'm Kristen Hetzel, vacation planner, world traveler, Disney foodie, and theme park fan. I'm Al John Go. I'm the husband who's also Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel Comics fan. And together, we host the Disney List Podcast. Every week, you'll hear us list our favorite things about Disney theme parks, films, shows, travel, Marvel, and Star Wars in a top 10 list, rankings, and more. That's an impressive list. Subscribe to the Disney List Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. Even stream us on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com and check out our live shows on Facebook, The Disney List Podcast. Visit thedisneylist.com. Skull Rock Podcast, talking all things Disney, with your hosts, Al John Goh and Dave Bossert. Do you just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions, and more? The all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney has spanned nearly 100 years in counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laughagram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then dreaming up Disneyland, Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar, and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut. I'm Dave Bossard, artist, filmmaker, and author. And I'm Al John Go, musician, podcaster, and radio guy. Every week, Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation, stories, and special guests talking all things Disney. Listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit SkullRockPodcast.com.